and we are back with another podcast, the other Southerners podcast. If the tea ain't sweet, baby, it ain't Southern. Okay. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jamila Southern Heat Reeve, with my lovely co-host, the beautiful, the wonderful, yeah. the Dallas Diamond, because we in the rough of Oklahoma, I'll tell you that. Um. <laughs> You said the rough, and I always anticipate that moment when you introduce me, too, because I never know when I'm jumping in, but definitely the rough of Oklahoma, because the diamond in the rough, but it's okay. We're rolling in the deep. Rolling <laughs> in the deep, diamond in the rough. It's all right. We're, we're getting through it. I had a moment. Today's the eclipse, everyone. Oh. Um, so we definitely, we're seeing a lot of things happen in society. Um, we're seeing some things Jamila's going to talk about. A little bit later as to why we're having some 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 episode releases a little bit later than we anticipated. Um, there's some news happening in Oklahoma um, that we want to inform you all about. But I think it, that is definitely showing something happening, yeah. you know, in society. I think just generally like everything going on, the chaos, what people are feeling. I definitely think it's something that is being pushed by the stars. And I myself was gravely affected yeah. by what's been going on astronomically but we're out of it um yeah. the the eclipse is ending well they're not ending but it's happening today so this energy should kind of like come to a culmination hopefully so i think it's just the getting dark outside so damn quick it's it's a combination of all that right yeah. it's too much happening at once for us for real so let's let's backtrack a little bit so we're recording this on uh, the same day julius jones has had his sentence commuted to life in prison instead of on getting lethal injection. Um, so, and standing in solidarity with him and his family and with all the injustice here in Oklahoma, we have decided to push back the release of our podcast to let our podcast listeners focus on that. And let's all remain focusing on getting Julius free because the fight is not over because no. it really never is. But, it's not just life in prison. It should be freedom because he didn't do it. And we need to have a just system and a governor with some common sense and not trying to torture a whole family and society. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it's the eclipse today. It is. I think, like we were talking about, and I going on to how dark it's getting so early. Yeah. I think a lot of people are feeling like very like that seasonal depression is kicking ass okay okay it is it came in swinging like mike tyson but and then young Dolph was young Dolph got shot and killed in memphis too oh my god is that like a that's one of those like bigger rappers no yeah he made like preach and get paid yeah, yes. no, <laughs> we have that segment coming up next, and as we know, I'm not that great with those <laughs> types of things. So. But yeah, just a lot of darkness. But one thing my grandmother always told me was like, you know, it's a lot of dark, but if you can be a light in the dark, you you'll you'll be something special. We love grandma words because they make life sound so damn easy. Like right, like I'm like man, man Jim Crow and okay. almost slaveries. And I don't know how they do it because I'm struggling to get to the 21st century. Look, I said, let me tell you something. TikTok is TikTok in my ass. My ancestors, <laughs> I, I was just pretty. I know they're proud of me, but I'm like, I know they'd be like, y'all motherfuckers got so easy. Y'all still complain all damn. <laughs> I wouldn't day. even say it's a comparison because nah, you have to think about it. The shit they was dealing with. I mean, you got to think like they got us all fucked. They got us fucked up. Like, think of the credit score. They got us really fucked up. The credit score. Like, having a credit score. Oh, what about it? You know, it didn't come out to like the 1970s. Interesting. That yeah. I didn't know. Like, the credit score is a new thing. Really? Yeah. And I feel like that's so funny, because that just seems like it's so ingrained into society. You would have seen that that would have been here for a long time. Nah, it just it just got here. What do you mean it's fucked us up, though? Like, you have to think, like, how can you... Like, credit score is basically how you manage debt. It's not about how much money you make or, like... Oh, that's honest, right? Yeah. So and like it's run by three companies. It's not run by like, the government or anything. So okay. like you mess up one time, you fuck up for like life or anything. But also like, if you're not in school, you can't take out twenty k like that. But if you are in school, you can. But you're only eighteen. No, because that's the moment. Because yeah. I definitely have like my student loans reported on my credit right now. Yeah, but it's like it's okay because like you're a student. 
Right. But like, if that was for another case, I'd be like, nah, nigga, you just stupid with money. Oh, I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, girl. But <laughs> it's the holidays. It's the holidays. And all this darkness, guess what? We finna get lit on some eggnog, some hot cider. Okay. And finna enjoy the company of our families. And you know what's my favorite time? Yeah, and what's that? It's my favorite time of year because, you know, after Thanksgiving, after the last Thursday of November, mm-hmm. we get to play Christmas music. Not right after fucking Halloween. That's hilarious. Stop. No, because I'm doing too damn much. Wait, because I definitely answered that poll on, I think it was like YouTube or something. And it asked, like, when's the appropriate time to start playing Christmas music? After Thanksgiving. Really? When you cleaning up. Really? You better cut that damn turkey first. Are I'm, you serious? I'm so serious. Like, when I talk... What, this is like, where we draw me and my cousin have had a dead-ass conversation. No. I, I'm like, You're look wrong. here. I said, cut that turkey first. Let us eat some damn food. Why? And then you can play your Christmas music. Why? Before then, cut it. Give me a Don't, reason why. I would like to enjoy... Because what are you listening to between... Ball. Okay, that's fair. But I want you to know... Christmas music is Christmas music, yes, but it's also holiday music. Because what are you listening to after Thanksgiving? Because, sorry, but I'm sorry. Christmas so- music. You know what I'm listening to? I mean, not after Thanksgiving, after Halloween. I'm sorry. Guess what? I'm listening to Heartbreak Hotel shit, Summer Walker, oh, Bryson Tiller, Adele. That's cute. No. Leave me alone. What else are you listening to? Like I'm, I'm actually vibing like, to good music. Family, like the living room music. What's playing in the living room? I I want some With the Teddy Pendergrass, some Luther Vandross. You're getting on my nerves. Some Earth, Wind, and Fire. Why can't it be Christmas music? Some Drake. Why can't it be Christmas music? Because it ain't Christmas time. But it is though. It hasn't even been Advent yet. Advent hasn't even started. Okay, help me understand this. Yeah, go ahead. So there's really, honestly, I feel like. There's no really like indication in holidays when Halloween really kicks off. I feel like October first is just when people start getting spooky, yeah. right? So um, October first, second that shit hits, we start hearing that damn. Uh, it's not Nightmare Before Christmas, but like that type of music, yeah. you know, like that type of like organist, yeah, yeah, very yeah, scary, yeah. spooky music. Um, and then it ends. Yes. That was a holiday commencement. Like you're in the holiday. But that was fall a season. month, not two. That was a month, yes, but that was for holiday music. That was spooky, right? Yeah. So everything after spooky is like the actual like holidays. No. Yes. I need you to separate them, bitches. Um. Okay. Separate them. If like we're a whole separating eggs. my music, separate the fucking displays at the stores, because the second Halloween goes out, I don't get a freaking harvest. I don't get fall. No, we go straight from jack o' lanterns and goddamn spider webs to candy canes and goddamn snow globes. That's not my fault. That's capitalism. Fault. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why what I hate Christmas. Honey. But go ahead. Follow the money, baby. Anywho, guess that lyric is your turn. Even though it's supposed to be your turn, but everyone, I cannot figure out a lyric. I'm bad at this game. So so. we're just going to... Ready? I'm going to turn it over really quickly before we even get into it. Next time, I want to give you one, but I'm going to need the help of the listeners. Y'all are going to have to give some song suggestions. Look, yeah. Send them to me in my DMs, and then I can give them to Jamila. If you ever look at your DMs. I actually don't. Exactly. And because not nobody be hitting them up. I have no reason to look you at sure? them. You sure? Yeah. You find it too. I'll, I'll be surprised. Child, these niggas out. Again, didn't we say this is the rough of Oklahoma? Oh, they know not to fuck with a diamond. Let's Any- go on. What's the I was literally talking to my friend today. Anywho, ready? Would you like me to, ready. Would you like to read it to you? Um. Oh, yeah, because I don't have my phone. I don't have my phone. So, yeah, you can read it okay. to me. On the eighth day of Christmas, my baby gave to me. That's so funny because I already know this. I was trying to figure out a song to give you. It's the eight days of Christmas by Destiny Child. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. I get 10 points. Yeah. got 10 points. And he was complaining I was going to give him something real difficult, y'all. <gasps> I swear, but that's the moment because I was looking for black holiday songs. Yeah. And there's not really much. And I was going to use. The fuck you mean? Okay. Okay. Let's be real. I There's not much that's original. Everything's. Remake. Let's be real. I it's mean, a remake the... or a rendition of a of a song that already okay. exists. You could have done what you call it, Montero's holiday album. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Like Destiny's, I'll, like. But that's okay, my moment. The, okay, the so I was gonna then, give the Destiny what, one. So, when you think of holiday artists, like 
Holly Arts, who have like a staple album. Who do you think of? I mean, hands down, we already know Mariah Carey's at the Got top because she's that girl. She cuts back every Christmas. Every Christmas, no question. Look. Like she's cross cultural, honey. No, people eat that shit up. I don't know why. Honestly, this is like it is the most nerve wracking Christmas song at this point for me. But I listen to it because it's a black woman, so I'm like, I'm gonna always support when it comes I don't on. Wanna lie for no, honestly, uh, I'm gonna stop for Mariah. Come find my chick for black. <laughs> or are we talking about black artists in general? Just Artists. I would say black artists. Because the only artist outside of black people who I want to listen to during the holidays is Frank Sinatra and Michael Buble. I was definitely thinking Michael Buble. Um, okay, so you, but we're thinking black people. So, um... Like, if you really want to get to, like, the nitty-gritty uh, of, like, oh, culture... Easy, I'll do Celia Cruz, but... No. If I'm thinking black people, though, for Christmas, hands down, mine's either going to be... Whitney Houston's album. Okay. Or Mary J's. Okay. I love me some Ooh. good Mary J. Oh my God. Auntie, on that album with that with that white coat on, with that white fur coat on. I said, someone's breaking Auntie Heart on Christmas and she said, I got some for you niggas. Baby. Look. The original Summer Walker. Aunt Mary, okay. The, no, literally. I the said, OG. She's the blueprint. Honey. I said, you want to talk about sliding down a wall? She slid. Okay. She slid down the wall across the room. She slid down the wall, the slid hallway. Slid up into the church house. Okay. Slid back out to the club. She slid down the foyer. And then slid to down the, the gazebo. Hall. Okay. She slid, honey. I said, slide, slippery slide. But classics are Jackson 5, Temptations, Destiny's Child, Mariah Carey, of course, Michael Bublé. And I'm gonna just go ahead to have to say, Luther Vandross's album is pretty good as well. Hmm. And then, although Lil Nas oh, X albums, yeah, you just did a whole bunch of albums. No actual albums. I would have to say last person. I want to throw Lil Nas X up in there. His last his holiday album is actually pretty. Decent. Does Jennifer Hudson not have a holiday album? I feel like she does. She's uh, she has the voice that I feel like she should have one if she does. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Chloe and Blake will come out one soon, though. Oh, I... I... Yeah, you asked me about that that sister earlier. I don't know what I... I don't know what to expect from those two anymore. You know what? I think they're going to... I hope Haley comes out with one. Yeah. I, I do. think both of them... <laughs> Shady. I think... <laughs> one, I think they're going to... I think... If they come out the holiday album, I won't be mad at it. I think if they actually do it like artistically and not just for the money of it. I think we need to remember Chloe's our age. Two, going back to the album discussion. Oh yeah, that was. If it's Chloe and Haley specifically, I feel like Chloe will start getting back into her pen game. Cause how I'd be like, look here, sis. I don't know what y'all doing over there. You can do whatever you want, but together we're gonna make art. (laughs) And so I think although everybody's hand on Chloe, but I think she's just doing like her little. Advertisements. Me, but that's the thing. It makes me wonder, like, where was the artistry coming from? Because, like, it's the fact that, like, okay, one, I'm not going to say, like, we see that it came from Haley now because yeah. she hasn't released anything on her, on her own. But it's like, obviously, it wasn't seem like we were getting too much of that from what Chloe is producing on her own now. So it's like, was it truly, like, the artistry of those sisters was coming from the fact that they were being mentored by Parkwood? I, I mean, like Beyonce obviously has her foot in their music, no question. We know this, we hear this. So I'm like, is that what made y'all sound good? Because Beyonce was in the studio helping y'all put y'all tracks together, or like, was it because y'all actually are a good duo? Because right now, as single artists, Chloe, honey, I don't see you being a competitor for for the field. I mean, she has to start somewhere. Start. You started somewhere with your sister, Chloe. I'm dis a fucking pointy. I love, and then that's what I hate. I love that girl, like. When I say those sisters, you and John are like the most changed my life. Passionate draggers I ever met in my life. No, I love those two sisters. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I support them. But Chloe, you have too much. Like, and I know what you mean. You saying that she, they're our age. They have to figure that out themselves. But it's also the moment that, like, how do you go from being those like? Before y'all even got to this point, y'all were giving me very well niche. Y'all were giving me very zen. Y'all, I thought y'all were going to bust out the gate and almost give me like some Janae type of celebrityism, some Kalani type of celebrityism. You got to this point and you switched up the fucking tempo. I thought y'all were about to give the kids wellness and give the kids positive vibes. 
Chloe, you came out here and sorry to say, you start giving us that low vibrational ass shaking music like everybody else already is. Maybe she want to get some ass shaking music out. Because you got to think, how old was she? So all she could do was get that low vibe. Zen. Now she want to pop this pussy a full time. Let her pop her pussy a few times. And then she go back to her fucking zen. Like, give her some breaks. Because you have to think, they were young stars. So they didn't really have full control of their stardom. She is still learning life. I mean, I guess I can see that point. Because they couldn't give us, like, the pussy popping music at that age. But at the same time, they're still kids. They're still being censored to a point. I guess I see what you're saying. I mean, of course I see what you're saying, but it's also the moment that... We have to disagree. We are going to have to agree to disagree because, of course, I see what you're saying, but I'm like... So what? Because we... She still signs her label now? The fuck? Yeah, but, like, she ain't got her parents looking over her shoulder like, all right, don't do that. Come on. Come on. You from the South. You know damn well. Your parents have a chokehold on you until they leave your house. I mean, until you leave their house. Jesus concussion. Um, I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you. Granted, I'm not. I'm not at peace with it. Going back to the holiday season because we just went on a rant for Chloe Bailey. We did. So, I got a question for you. What's the question? What you getting for holiday dinner? Like, what you put on your plate? Like, what are you excited to be smacking on next week? What's like in the oh. coming weeks? That's, That's a just hard. funny. I don't know, cause my family we we make I always make like traditional dishes, mm-hmm. but every year my mom is always like I want to do something different, so we don't really always eat like holiday food. Yeah, I guess I can say. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, I have hiccups. What about you though? I don't know. Thinking. I really am excited, even though I'm making it the roast, cause mm-hmm. beef meat, meat has been so expensive, but my dad got a Sam's card, so I'm really excited for that. But that meat and then a sweet potato pie. Okay. So a sweet potato pie. I will love. When I tell y'all, I will fuck up some sweet potato with some blueberry ice cream and it's warmed up. Mm. Better than sex. My lactose just screams. Because <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, bluebell, I don't know if it's like the Texan in me, but bluebell, like, it knows. My stomach knows bluebell. Like, I don't, like, It'll be nice to me about some bluebell. Blue bunny, don't do the same. Ah, ah, ah. No, literally, like uh-uh. my stomach is just kind of like fake shit. But my stomach knows bluebell, bitch. Them some moves. That little brewery and more burning okay. Texas. Them some moves. They said we may give you lost here. I said you might give it to me. I don't give a damn. You better give me that goddamn bluebell with the ice cream. I will tell you that much. Move. I said. Say <laughs> 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 I tell you, well, when they had that Listeria thing, wow. ain't nobody stopped eating no damn Bluebell. Oh, no, because People why? were like, well, I guess it's my time, Jesus. No, because the way Bluebell went off the shelves for, I want to say, almost like two, three months when that happened. Niggas and people, going crazy. Niggas, no. Niggas were going my crazy. My pastor was talking about it in church. No, literally. He said, y'all, we ain't had no Bluebell in a while. Niggas would talk about <laughs> that shit like every day. Like... Y'all weren't even eating that shit that often, were y'all? But y'all had to because when I say... No, we was going through a carton a week. Because that shit never is really out of stock. When I think about it, I never see Bluebell out of stock now. No. But it's the moment that when that shit was off the shelves, you knew it was a different type of depression going through the community. And when that shit came back... It was the best... When I tell you... Nigga. I know diabetic doctors were having a good day at work when Bluebell was off the shelves in Texas. Because that was uh, easy lazy. They was it was hard for their patients to get it. They were selling bluebell on black I remember some of them started selling bluebell on the shelves. My grandma I literally got my grandma was like, Grandma, you wanna get rid of that bluebell? I got a listeria in it. She said, Hey, I mean if the Lord ain't taking me yet, this may be his time. Because people eat that bluebell back then. Look, but my grandparents don't, don't eat nothing else but bluebell. They and will that eat might be bluebell. Because it's like nostalgic for so many people. It is. I'm like bluebell could come out and say they support the KKK. People would still eat bluebell. No, I I hate that, but I feel like that's honestly true. <laughs> and even the south, like niggas you know about like, bluebell. Niggas be racist anyway. And if you still have never had bluebell in your life, if you've wait, is that a is bluebell not nationwide? No, Jamila, shut up. No, wait, it's not. Wait, no, it's not. Stop. A, it's not a Hagen Dazs or anything. Wait. It's like, it's very much regional. Like sometimes you may get it out to either Shit. side of the coast, but oh. when I tell you, like I'm, I'm I'm telling you right now, 
My pastor hates leaving Texas. Stop. Wait. Because Wait. Bluebell don't exist everywhere. Wait. Can I move out of the South then? And again, my lactose has been screaming since we said Bluebell, okay? I want look, you to know. It already said, look, girl, we will we, we have to meet your settlement on that. But Bluebell. if I get, if when I have my moments, okay, and I'm going to say it, and I'm going to let it be solidified on on record so the, the the laws can know that I didn't do it, okay? Versus going to set a particular car on fire when I really fucking wanted to just so I could make a nigga cry. I went to go get me a carton of Bluebell, you know? I would go get me a carton of, like, sometimes I would switch it up. I would go, oh, that two, that two, that cookie two-step. That cookie two-step. That chocolate chip cookie dough. That, no, but the cookie two-step has the chocolate chip cookie dough and the cookies and cream in it. Dog. Well, I tell you, Stomach. if I wasn't. <laughs> I'm telling you, bitch. I would eat the fuck out that damn ice cream. and that little would be like, pints. It would get you right. It would get you right, and you would clear through that hole. But like I said, I would do that instead of burning a nigga's car on fire. So, what am I doing if I'm in a different state and like ain't no bluebell around? Shit. Me I'll on my episode you. of Snapped, the arsonist. <laughs> Kidding. Local yeah. officials, I didn't set his car on fire. I don't know how it blew up. Oh my god, I was home that night, officer. Anyhow, Spina said he was cars on fire. <laughs> So we're both like the gay cousin. Yes, we are. So the holiday, the, um, the hot gay cousin. Thank Look, you. I'm the single gay cousin. <laughs> what? The, I have other gay. Co- well, my family's very big. But are you not the hot one? Mm, it depends on your type. Uh, well, you're my type. Besides, oh, yeah, you that, know, I'm the, the I'm the hot sex. Besides the lesbian part, but I mean, I've had this kind of conversation before. If one of us had the other's organs, it would. Be, this, Look, make this will pair. be a different podcast. This will be it's a podcast. Not. This will be OnlyFans. And that's <laughs> like, it, it, that's why we're a good team in this way. Because had it been any other way, ooh, sheesh. Y'all, Jamila can pick me up. Hold on. I have first I of all, Jamila is shorter than me I and can five, pick seven. me up. And well, at least six three. A nigga that was damn near my height struggled picking me up. I say ain't no. But problem, when Jamila. Picks me up with ease and is walking around like, yeah, this is my bitch. I'm like, God damn, am I a lesbian right now? <laughs> God damn, hold on. I what you need me to do right is, now? I hit the gym for me. Is there anything I can do to help you out? Look. Because how? How five, seven? And then I'm not going to count. I did not think that you would be able to pick me up. I will say, I wear a lot of hoodies. And so, like, people don't, like, yeah. see how, like, I've changed and got cut. And, yeah. so, like, I wear a tight shirt and they're like, oh. Maybe that's the oh. trick. Because maybe it's the niggas that be showing off that don't really be strong. No, because if you look at me, like, okay, if you ever, if anybody ever sees my physique, you can tell I be doing something. But, like, yeah. it's a very much rugby physique. So, and that's like, what I was about to say. Because you thighs. do, yeah. I was about to my say. thighs are... You have but, a very like yes, yeah, like even though it is like you get very like meaty moment. Like yeah. it's like as as much as I know you that you have force, I know your force comes because you also have like you have like you have a stance on you. Yeah. It's hard it's hard to blow me over. No, I love that though. Yeah. Now don't get me wrong, I may have a meaty stance, but I do have a lot of endurance. Like I can run for like sixty minutes straight. Oh shit. I know. Okay. Back to the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so we're those gay cousins, I as we can both tell, because we, we just we went too deep in that moment together. So I have a question. What's up? And I, I, I've been wondering about this. Oh wait, 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 wait! My head. I never talk about my food though, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what's your food. I think my, <laughs> I think mine's would be my food, and I, just because off the top of my head, like what I eat the most on my plate, it's yeah. probably gonna be dressing. Dressing. My mom makes a mean ass dressing. Really? Not. Did stuffing. she make it from scratch or she use she use some? No, we do scratch, baby. Oh, 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 excuse me. All the way, honey. Excuse All me. I'm, I apologize, Miss Sanfield. I, yes, I apologize. Please, I apologize. understand. Hold on. All the way down to the homemade Ghibli gravy, honey. Oh, 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 we wow. love some Ghibli gravy. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so that and deviled eggs. Deviled, I fuck oh. up some deviled eggs. And that's the thing, because so many people, I've noticed that that's a debate for a lot of people. Some people do not like eggs. I just don't eggs. like eggs. Like, when we was at the dancer grab earlier today, I'm just, I just can't eat eggs raw. I can't eat no I can't eat eggs period like by themselves. I struggle. And 
Call me a childish. Funny. No, I can't. Because the thing is, I don't really eat eggs, like, throughout the year. Like, I think it's very weird. Like, um, like when I make breakfast, I will eat one egg. Mm. Like, if I'm not, like, by itself. Yeah. Like, but, like, if I'm making breakfast, like, if I'm making a scrambled egg, I'll make one egg. Oh, and my place. friends have been like, bitch, you only eat one egg. Why don't you just make two? And I'm like, because two eggs is always too much. But, like, fucking Thanksgiving? Fuck that. You better make me a whole carton of goddamn deviled eggs. I'm... I'm swallowing them all, and I don't know why, but they're so good during this time of year. I really find it difficult. Like, if other than that, I think people are gross at eating eggs in, like in excess. Like, no. if you're eating like fucking five, six eggs in the morning, that's fucking ridiculous. I'm like, you eating a whole chicken and a kid. I said, you a murderer. You oh, a serial killer. No, because by the end of the day, you ate the entire fucking farm. Okay, so question. Yeah. So the other Southerners, right? Yes. Yeah, so and we already question. know it's hard to bring somebody home if you come from the South. If, if, if you bring them home, you better be married, you know. So, okay. Quick question. And a guess who's coming to dinner situation? And a guess who's coming to dinner situation? Okay. What? Who are you bringing home? One. Hold on. Don't make that face. Don't make the face. Don't make the face. One. Who are you bringing home? Are you bringing them home? That's a better okay. question. Are you bringing them home? Are we bringing them home? What do you do to bring them home? Yeah. How do you have that conversation? Do you have that conversation, or is or is it a, hey ma, I love him. <laughs> Type as, <laughs> not I love him. But mommy, I love him. <laughs> yeah, but like, what? How do you handle that? Like, cause I think especially like, first off, it's very controversial to bring somebody home. Yeah, just that general. you're not married to, or or not seriously like into something. Exactly. With. And so I was having this conversation with my friends, you know, they were dating their partner for a long time. They're like, oh, yeah, like, we're going to go to all our family. I think they're, like, from the same city and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, I can never imagine. I said, I damn sure could bring somebody to Christmas that I'm dating. Like, I bring a, I brought a friend home for Easter, yeah. but she was literally just a good friend. That's all that but was. But, like, actual, like, romantic partner who I'm sleeping with? No, yeah. Oh, I cannot bring home Christmas. I need to enjoy my Christmas meal. I don't, I don't even That's like the holiday funny. as is, but and hmm. no, like Fourth of July, it's 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 a it's a white person uh, holiday. Yeah, I can bring you home for that. Summer, I feel like any, I feel like those type of holidays, like summer holidays, are always any type of holiday. Yeah, outside of these, are gonna always be different for those type of situations. Like you can bring a boyfriend or somebody home for something small like that. I yeah. feel like is the family barbecue of like is the Juneteenth family barbecue a big thing? Yes, it is. But are we going to be really, like, asking about the nigga you brought home this year as much as we're going to be asking about a nigga you may have brought home for Christmas last year? Oh, no. no. We're worried about what happened at Christmas. Because if you bring niggas home on those holidays, that's a serious nigga. Yeah. Because this is pictures. Like, we take pictures during this time. Like, we're dressed up. We're dressed up. The like, kids are... We're talking about gifts. No. Baby daddies are here. Okay. We're like, actually... Sit, no, 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 no. Come sit, ne- come sit next to Junior so we can get the picture next to y'all. Uh-uh. Because we're going to have to sit next to him. And, you know, because, you know, you, yeah, he going to want to see that because, you know, he in the penitentiary right now. He want to see them babies together. Uh-huh. Hold you know, on. He ain't, seen them, he ain't seen them in a minute. Uh-huh. You know, Auntie ain't been back from the service yet. And it's the first time... Over here for Christmas for three years. I, I come from a military family. I'll see. A lot of people in the military. And I'm a penitentiary family. So like, <laughs> <laughs> but like niggas don't be like this. Like the holiday to come home is Christmas. Like my parents, right. when I first moved out there, like, all right, we just want to see you for Christmas and Easter. You know, if you can make one of those holidays a year, we'd be happy. Thanksgiving is a plus, but. We need you to be home so for Christmas. So interesting. You got to be home for Christmas. Stephanie was not a military family in that way. Yeah, and we so didn't have like, people in the military. I, so, I mean, I think it's just very different. And, like, even, like, speaking about it for me, like, I, I was talking to my sister. And I was dating somebody, and they're like, you going to bring them home? I was talking <laughs> about this, yeah. And she was like, you plan on bringing that home? It's earlier this year, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. like, it was like a few times this year. And she was like, you sure? <laughs> and it's because, like, my family, like, our families are, like, our own people. And, like, personally for me, Think about family is like, it's like a yes or no situation, because mm-hmm. it's like you know, for me personally, after now I've done with my whole face, officially done my whole face. I'm like actually looking for something serious, right? <laughs> I just thought that you can just hit that. <laughs> I'm finally looking for something serious. I'm admitting to it, and so 
my family means a lot to me. And so one thing, like, my sister knows as we talk about this all the time, and she's like, you know, family can, like, make or break a situation. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's a lot of stuff. Like, complicate matters. It, it can complicate it. And it's like, I remember I was talking to this one girl, and she was like, so, like, if, yo, if I come home with you and your parents like, don't like me, what happens? And I was like, that's a good question. And to be honest, like, it, 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 nothing would happen. I, I would, like, look at it and be like, why do they not like you? Do they not like you because, like, you're not Southern or did you not just understand the cultural thing? Like, or was it because you're, like, straight up disrespectful? Then that's a different story. Of course. But, like, now my sister don't like you. That's a that's a whole different thing. Like, my friends don't like you, then, then we really can't be together because these are my friends. Mm-hmm. And I trust them more than anything. But... Like, how do you think family affects, like, especially queer relationships, where, like, it can be highly supportive or, like, I don't speak to the motherfuckers at all? Hmm. Big question, one. Yeah. Um, thank you for the pretext, because it definitely helps. I think for my immediate family, if the easiest answer would be I'm not bringing them home. My dad isn't really, he's not there yet. Um... I totally understand that. Yeah, we're still working through some stuff. Um, so he he wouldn't be interested in meeting anyone like that. Um, so that wouldn't happen with him. Um, extended family, like my aunts, my uncles, because my dad, the part, the family that I actually, like, I would say, like, is my bigger family that I actually see on holidays is my mom's side of the family, um, which I won't go as far to say that they're just, like, allies or anything like that. But I feel like definitely that part of the family has been a different type of comfortable with knowing that I'm a gay man from a very young age. Um, And especially in my kind of stepping into my own essence now, I've definitely gotten way more positive feedback than I would have ever expected as a kid. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, the way I have aunts and uncles, they'd be like, I love my my motherfucking nephew. I love my motherfucking nephew, Makai. That nigga, that nigga know what he doing. He He don't miss a beat. And I'm like, Period. At least you know, because I learned it from y'all. Because my aunts and uncles, we own they shit. They step their game, you know. Oh, man. This this imitation has me dead. Because I know it's too accurate. Okay, because I promise, if you met them, you would know exactly who I was the person. I have an uncle like that. That's like, why I'm laughing. Honestly, right now. um, but in that way, I'm like, I definitely could see myself bringing someone home for something like that moment for those that that part of my family to meet. Um, but at that point, I definitely, especially with what we were talking about earlier, how like sometimes specific, specific moments that you have with people are more there for like, just being like, that was just a big lesson I needed to learn more than anything. Um, and I feel like part of the lesson I learned more recently was just about like, I'm not bringing shit home unless it's like, I, I, this, I need to have Cuban link. I need to have like the, I we need, need to have had like a vacation together. Wow. So like yeah, because the thing is, my family as critical as you know me to be. Imagine me this same critical, but with zero filter and a hundred percent fucking jokes. Because not only are we about to rip your ass to shred, but we about to make oh, this yeah. shit into a fucking. We about to literally like make this into your roast. Like it's about to be your dead ass roast. Like every year, holidays. I told that to my uh, Adriana, my roommate, everyone. Also, she's my cousin. I've been calling her my cousin, my cousin now. <laughs> um, I told her that like holidays, like the family kind of like warms up for the holidays because it dead ass is just like the yearly roast. Like we all just come together to be like, damn, you got fat. <laughs> you know? Like what the hell happened to no, you? No, no, no. But I totally understand. Like, and that's like, what it is. This I'm is... not bringing you home if you're roastable, nigga. You better be able to hold your shit. I'm like, you better have some thick ass skin. Like, that, we... Or I better know you mine. I'm about <laughs> to be holding up no nigga if you nah. Look, if you crying later in the club, I'm going to be looking at you like, God damn, I got a wuss. God, fuck it. Damn, nah, nah I but I totally understand. Because it's the funny part about it. One of my cousins brought home a significant other, mm-hmm. and my family was roasting. Was this a queer cousin? Mm-mm, okay. straight. And I was like, damn. Damn. Because <laughs> that's a different That one. nigga did not last long. But it was because my family roasted the fuck. I mean, put it on a Burnt fire pit nigga. and just kept turning. Let it get tender. Falling off the bone. And I mean... When I tell you, like, you you know me, like, I'm kind of sensitive on this podcast, but, like, sometimes I can roast the shit out of somebody. And you were in it, too. 
And so, and I know my family is 10 times worse. And so I, I totally echo that point of, we're going to have to be dating for a while. Like, I will, I will put you through boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> I will like, put you through boot camp with my family. If you can't come back with the rose things, at least I need to know that, like, I know you're my nigga enough that I can roast my family back. Because I'm not talking about my... I'm not about to roast but what my if uncle not a back. Nigga? What you mean? Like, what if you're not dating a nigga? What me? You, I mean, just in general. Like, what if the person you're bringing home is, like, somewhere of a different culture? Oh. White. Oh. Well, definitely in that case. <laughs> no. Hold on. I didn't even think of that. Hold on. If you're not... Wait. <laughs> wait. Oh. No, at that point, <laughs> I'm sorry. At that point, like I need to, I need to have like it. It needs to be like I need to know about the nigga. <laughs> if you're not a nigga, really? if you're not, just really? because. And if okay, let's not say I need to be able. To, if he's not a black man, let's say if he can really hold his own. Like I know he like has that like that ability to like be around black people and hold his own. Then of course I would have that moment with my boyfriend. Like share that but if it's like if this is somebody like if i'm with a white boy and i just like really like this white boy he not coming home to my family unless i know this boy is probably about to marry me or if he can hold his own weight because what we not about to do is bring no complacent ass white boy home to my family and he's not gonna be able to hit that talk back with them and he don't like me like that like if i don't think this nigga's about to marry me and my family go ends on him and he already wanted them white boys i'm about to let them roast this nigga but if this white boy had me in my in my Cuban link, if this white boy had me in my 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 trips, if he flew me out, I'm gonna be like, leave my child alone, Uncle Michael. Leave him alone. <laughs> you got okay. An Uncle Michael too. I have an Uncle Michael. I do. I'm like, leave him alone, Uncle Michael. Leave him alone, Uncle George. He all right. Yeah. I'm not about to step up for Chad if Chad ain't about that shit. No. If Chad bring his ass home and can't hold his own weight and he ain't Cuban linked me up, guess what? Uncle Michael and Uncle George about to fire that ass up, boy. They about to fire that ass up. <laughs> nah, but That's if he a nigga, nah. I feel like nah. it depends. I feel like if they're like, if they're not black, but they're like indigenous or people of color, all right, I'll let you stand. Like, I I, I can just bring you home. You'd be fine. Nah. Like, if you come from like one of those similar cultures, I'm like, all right, you good. Mm-hmm. Let's get whatever. But if you're like. That's because you're from Houston. But if they're like, yeah, but they're like deeply foreign, like. I'm talking about culture way different nah. or white. I'm like, look, all right. Look here, look here, baby. Look, you can meet them over dinner. But, but not the holidays. You cannot come home for the holidays. You're going to be so confused. You, you, uh, no, it's not even that. I, mm. It's protection because at that point, it's like, I know them. And I, I oh. Okay, and that's Ooh. what I to think. So now we're th- so we're talking about we're thinking of the partner's sake. So let's think about for the family's sake. Because my family's sake. That's my moment with that. I'm like, especially as you mentioned, like the different partners and stuff like that, bringing them home. I'm thinking for my family in that moment. They're like, I recognize my family. I won't say we're like stereotype like ghetto. Oh no, family. I have bigots in my family. I'll admit it. I've tried, and I, you know, I was like sat there and like corrected them too. My cousins know this as well. Right. I I'm, I like being dead ass. It's like. It's like, how would I want to be treated if I know you have a racist uncle? Mm. And so, like, in that same instance. And see, yeah, we don't have that in my family. Like, I don't think we have any, like, that's something, like, we don't have those, like, black people that are going to, like, give you, like, that, like, scary, like, oh, y'all giving, like, close to hotel type shit. But we do have those black people, like, like I said. Oh, I, I have an people. uncle. My, my, my uncles and aunts, I have, I have several cousins, uncles, and aunts that are, like, nigga is probably, like, a, it's, it's it's a breath for them. <laughs> like it's every other word. Like that's a that's a that's a space in between <laughs> your words at this point. It's a, like, God damn niggas over here shit. Like it's like just, it's, it's like man, you can't trust these little niggas and all these over niggas running around here doing nigga shit every time <laughs> they turn a nigga corner. It's like it's like that, and it's like the shit they talk about. Like, it's like it's own language. Argue about yeah, it's a different language. I'm like. So to bring home a black man would be one thing. To bring home a person of a different culture would be another. Like I can I don't I don't even see myself bringing home an Hispanic home man, a Hispanic man. Home really? But you live in Texas. I do live in Texas, but again, this is my black ass ghetto ass family. Like I love them, but like, and I say ghetto in the like best way people on the podcast. Like, yeah. please, and if my family is listening, do not take offense because I love it. Like, look, we I have love y'all, culture. But y'all know already. You trying to send y'all books anyway. <laughs> 
Like, but I tell you, I started saying my book, my family academic books. I was like, Mom, maybe you should read this book on feminism. Have fun with that. <laughs> you better than me. But I'm also like an author. So they're like, oh my God, Jamila, we're so proud of you. And I'm like, okay. I need y'all to take some of the connection there. I'm like, I need you. Like, here is third wave feminism. I need you to read it. Or like, we need to start talking about black trauma because this, 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 this. Or like the impact of incarceration. Maybe we should talk about that. Or like the impact of living through Jim Crow, Louisiana. Maybe we should talk about almost getting rich. But like, yeah, and see that's the moment. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. I'm not that cousin for my family. They just kind of they ask me how school is going, and I just be like it's going. <laughs> like I don't try to bring the conversations home because it's like there are the things my family argues about. They're they're passionate enough about it. Like arguing about whether or not the Cowboys are actually going to go to the Super Bowl this uh, year. Oh, that's just naive. That's I mean that's the argument enough. Like that's the argument every year. Like I'm not going to bring home racism for them. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Colorism. If I could explain to my family actually, if I could explain to my family that Heike like there's a big colorism issue in our family. Like the way like certain like cousins and, you know, family members get talked to over others. It's like Damn, why do y'all use those words for all of those family members and then you never use those for all the other ones? Yeah. But it's like, I'm not gonna bring that up because that would blow them niggas' minds. Cause they just think, Man, shut the fuck up. We just say that cause that's the way it is. <laughs> it's like, okay, you're right. Okay, I'll leave it alone. Thanks. So to bring home a white man or I don't know, because you're talking about other cultures, like what you think in other cultures? I'm thinking like Cause like for me, they would have fun if I brought home an African man though. Oh, uh, we have Afri- like we our family like we do have close ties to Africa and stuff. Like, okay, so they would eat that shit. Come on, said I was like, are they like those are only people Africans like that's like, so they ignorant know. or like they they know they know no they know they know okay like, okay yeah. Okay. I just think like coming from where I am now, like just growing up, like so like I was so for context, I used to be an engineering major and that's what after after American studies, and so my family was oh, like, yeah. oh. Like, you study that. What is that like? And so they love talking to me about politics. So, like, literally what happens is I'll sit at the dinner table and they'll be like, Jamila, what you think about Kamala Harris? And I will pour me a drink and then I will go off on Kamala Harris. And then we'll literally be going back and forth. And I'm like, that's not how politics works. And so, like, it literally turns into... A, I have eaten dinner. I am pouring myself a drink. I have a bottle next to me because now I'm discussing like so okay. many different things at once. We didn't but, talk about that. So you like, just gave yourself up. You're that queer cousin at the dinner table. I am the, you want to know the truth? Half of y'all are actually conservative. Anybody wants to pour me another drink? I'll take another Crown and Coke. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're definitely that cousin then. Yeah, I must definitely sit on the sideline like drinking or whatever. No, you're not. You are not on the sideline. You're the one leading the debate, sounds like. I'm the cousin sitting on the sideline taking a drink. Because when I say I'm the cousin... <laughs> I'm drinking and having the debate. I walk in and it's like, first of all, I walk in like, yes, of course I'm going to give Granny a hug because that's really all I'm here for anyway. You don't want to type that go outside and go get some ice. I'm the one, you know, I'm the one that <laughs> go outside to go. It takes five up to go get some ice at five the convenience store. Walk. Yes, it is. Because that's me. I'm that one to come back for the play and to honestly just sit in the corner in my mind. That's nice. Like, I'm not the one to argue. I mean, Grant, they're the ones that ask questions. But like I said, how are you doing in school? I'm fine. It's happening. Yeah. What you done in a few years, probably? Yeah. I think it's just because of my past. Because I've like done so You've much been activism. Yeah, you've always liked and that so spot. Now it's, it's, it is what it is. And so like my, I think like I was talking to somebody about it. Um, because you know me, I don't discriminate who I date. And so... Yeah, you don't actually. I don't. And Damn. so my friends are like... All colors of the rainbow. Oh, literally. And my friends are like, Jamal, what you going to do when you bring a white girl home? I said, that's a good ass question. Would you ever... So, and that's the moment. So how... Ca- so the casual- casuality of bringing someone home like... How some people are super some, casual that with it, That happens a though. lot for some people. Yeah, like, people will bring home somebody they've been talking to just, like, for a few weeks home. I dated a girl like that, and I was like, I can't do this. Like, me, you mean my parents is a big thing for me. So, yeah, so how but long is a relationship happening before you bring them home? We didn't talk about that. We just talked about, like, what is it like bringing somebody yeah. home? Yeah, I would say if I'm bringing somebody home, we would have to be there for a while. Like, we must be thinking about moving in together. And I'm not talking about your regular three-month U-Haul moving together. I'm talking about... Mm. Two, we like two years into this shit. Okay. And like you have, like for a holiday as big as like Christmas or Easter or like. 
Easter is a big holiday for us. Oh, that's crazy. Like, we do meet up, but, like, it is a moment. Like, it's just kind of like, you just kind of meet up for the reception at the church. Okay. It's not like a big dinner. But, yeah, if it's, like, a big family thing, like, you would have to be introduced a few times to, like, some a few people. So, you wouldn't, this wouldn't be the first time you're meeting my family. And so, mm-hmm. for me, it's, like, a gradual, like, oh, here's me and my sister on Facebook. Okay. And okay. then, like, oh, I can see it being like, that we can go to Houston, but you're not meeting my parents. But I tell you what, you can meet my cousins. And then, you know, okay. you know, so further and further along, you're like, you know, maybe we, you know, we've been dating for a year. Maybe you can meet my parents. Mm-hmm. And we can have a dinner at a mutual place. Cause I'm so not the full family house. function isn't until, like, two years, though. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I it's like a gradual, like, all right. A gradual introduction, and almost. Yeah. I get that. I would be some once you meet like my that. grandma, duh, that's it. That's and that's why I'm really thinking about because if you meet the matriarch, if you meet the if you meet the matriarchs of the fucking family, Ooh, baby, you meet granny. If you meet the those old uncles that I don't know how are my cousins, but are somehow my cousins. Like if you meet those people. That's why I'm like, niggas have to be in guess love what? They with me. They're going to start asking about your ass. I don't know how them niggas can't remember what the fuck they did. You cannot ask my granny what the fuck she ate for breakfast yesterday morning. But you can ask her about some nigga that visited, that came over with my cousin five years ago that she has not. She can't. My cousin can't even remember that nigga name. My granny will tell you the nigga name, what color shirt he was wearing, what he said he when he first so opened sweet. the door. Yeah, He's if he shook her hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like... He had a good grip on him. He had a nice, a nice handshake. How do you remember that? And that was years ago. Like, so I'm not bringing nobody home for them to fucking clown me. And I'm sorry, because my family I, will clown you if you ugly. Uh, Jamal, that's who you dating. You you went to Oklahoma and found that. Hold on. You you been leading the protest over there, and that's what you found. Is it? Is he? Is is that one really related to us? Because they. <laughs> That's all they could. That's how they went out to go catch. Here's the thing. That's that's. that's I go to a predominantly white institution. A lot of my cousins went to HBCUs. So if I bring a white girl, I already it's know they finna be. It's your fault. You should have went to better school. Y'all seen what happened? She over there fighting the fire, and she still found a white woman. That's mm, crazy. I can hear that. MLK. Oh, oh, God. they got you right in the gut. <laughs> Right in the gut. Man. But are they lying? Hey, hey, hey. I know. Oh. Again, some equal opportunity. Oh. I'm just saying. But here's the thing. But, like, going back to it, like, anybody you bring home, I feel like you just have to, like, this is boot camp. Like, look, you're going to talk about, like, by the time I feel like I'm introducing my family, I would have already asked the important questions. Like, how do you feel on this subject? Like, can you sit through, like, if it was, like, for example, if it was me bringing some, But, like, at that point, you know, you would have been around me a few times to be around a few family situations where I'd have been like, this is how my family is. And, like, that's one thing I think I'm learning how to deal with is how much do we allow our families to dictate our lives, especially as queer people? Mm. And, like, especially growing up, we, like, live with this hurt and pain of, like, being scared to come out the closet. And so now I want to show you the love of like a potential I'm not gonna say I I am single y'all okay I am single but like a potential love of my life a person I would want to marry a person I want to have a future with and for me to say to this family that you know kind of had you know like any queer person I'm just generalizing this right this is not right. specific to me but a lot of queer people have a lot of pain from their families yeah. and for me to come and show you my love and for you to come over here and clown them like, first off, they show me more love than most of y'all niggas ever did. Yeah. And so I think that's, like, our discussion I want to have today is, like, you know, when we're having these, like, guests who's coming to dinner as queer people. And I, I can't even imagine if you're trans, like, how fucking different that is. I, I give all power to you if you, like, really go not by the binary and, like, decide okay. to be. That, that's all. binary. That's a totally different story. Thank you for saying that, actually, because that's something I I I'm always thinking about me bringing home someone to dinner, but something that I'm I'm dead as fearful of as a non-binary person is like when is the moment that like someone knows they're ready to bring me home? Yeah, because like I imagine like like you said like introducing to a family like I I know I'm gonna eat. Me and the mom are gonna eat up together. Me and the mom are gonna have. Oh no, a parents cookie. love me. Like that once they like, get to know me. Like once a parent meets me, they're like, oh my god, I love your boyfriend. 
like I'm that bitch because well that didn't happen with the last one but um that as all my friends I'm like my friends and me and my I like my friends parents hikey sometimes more than I like my friends because I'd be like yes this is where this personality comes from this is the OG but like the whole moment of like damn because I'm gonna walk into somebody's house by the way she asked about you now and the way I've only had one conversation with your mom. Really? Like, it's the that's what I mean when I say I love parents. Like, I fucking love parents. I don't know why, but I do. And that's the moment, like, it's the moment I have to wait for being serious with someone. Because when I meet someone's parents, you're going to have to introduce me as your boyfriend. And be like... And remember that hard lesson I had? <laughs> <laughs> remember that hard lesson I told you I had to, like, learn from one of my past relationships? Is like, at the end of the day, like... If you really care about somebody and, like, you show them to your family and your family, like, starts to disrespect them, you need to defend them if you care about them. You. At the end of the day, if you really care about someone, you really want to see potential with somebody, like, I think it goes back to, like, you know, you see, like, those Tyler Perry moves and stuff, and it's like, the mama's boy can't decide between his mama or his girlfriend. Oh, no. We're not having that. But it's the same problem. It is. It's the same thing. But that's what I mean when I say, I'm going to know you like me because I know there won't be that choice. If anybody in Really? If, okay, because that's I think it's situational. And that's my moment that I'm like, no, because if it's the holidays, it should be no question to that because I'm not about to be in an uncomfortable ass situation and you know how dramatic my fucking ass is. Okay, quick question then. You, you're driving. Is your partner in the front seat or your mama who's in the front seat? I'm driving. Yes. Who gets in the, who should be sitting in the front seat? Who should be sitting in the front next seat next to you? Your mama or your partner? Um, I feel like it might be weird because of the situation of me being a man, but honestly, it's going to be easy answer. The my niggas sit in the front seat. Really? Yeah, because my mom doesn't like sitting in the front seat. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's why I say like it's also like I know I'm tall and I'm my nigga's gonna be taller than me and my mom is always the one to be like oh do you need leg room yeah so she would give him the seat in the front from that oh. sheer fact of him being tall interesting and then also my mom loves the idea of being ubered around so she loves sitting in the back seat because she can just kind of kick her legs up and be on her tablet like mm. so i've never had that moment of even thinking of that question because really? i'm like it wouldn't be a problem but for me it's that moment that like i would be looking at my nigga wondering who's sitting in the front seat you me or your mama yeah but I'm a courteous bitch. I love parents, so I was sitting in the back seat anyway. So yeah. I was just do it just to piss him off and to see what his answer would be. But I'm sitting in the back seat regardless. And it is although that was like a simple question of like who's in the front seat. Yeah. For me, it's the mother sits in the front seat because she's an elder. Unless Which is like, cute. unless your partner's pregnant, then they sit in the front seat. Which is so weird because why does people think the front seat is a safe spot to be in? Like uh, that shit isn't the fucking like that is like dangerous as shit. Cause like, do you put a kid in the front seat? No. Exactly. But you put them in the you don't put them in the front seat out of a sure safety reason though. But it's just like it's not because they're a kid, you don't put them in the front seat because it's less safe in the front. Really? Yes. That's why you don't put kids in the front seat. Oh. It's like you have to wait for kids to turn twelve before you put them in the front because like that ass like if a car wreck happens, ideally their body is too small and they could dead ass fly out the front so much easier. I've had, oh, I had like a, the airbag suffocates them. Well, that too. But like, that is, I had an aunt and she was like, no, like, you're too small. Like, bitch, you would fly out the window probably. I'm like, damn. That yeah, was when I was really you. short though. Oh, wow. You were short? Which I used to be, a, I used to be like so, so small. I had my growth spurt in um, high school. Like, the right before freshman year of high school, I had a hella growth spurt. Before that, I was the smallest person in all my classes. I know niggas was mad when you grew up. Were they mad? These niggas couldn't believe their fucking eyes. It's the way I went to a different high school. So everyone who knew me from elementary to middle school knew me to be really, really short. And then and they saw you they saw again, me they afterwards. Like so seeing me because? at Walmart dead ass. Seeing me at Walmart randomly or seeing me just like come to visit the school, like the old school, they'd be like, Makai? I'm like, what's up? But I also was like still insecure at that point, so I wasn't that confident. But yeah. I want them niggas to see me now. Cause I'd be like, nigga, what? What you got to say now, nigga? Yeah. You, you used to one up on my ass when I was a little small and shit. Yeah, what you want to do now? Yeah. And I'm fine. Smacking my ass, daddy. Anywho. Boy. 
you know that that flash back. I was like, wow, didn't we just have a conversation on how like <laughs> I could pick your ass up? Look. I haven't picked you up in a while, though. You haven't. I may stop picking you up. Yeah, because like, it does too much to my spirit now. Aww. I want I want to be picked up by the right man next time. Man, I wish somebody would let me pick them up and flip them around a few times. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> you advertise it too much on this fucking podcast. I'm just saying. Why is this really this podcast I, I put a lot of I put a lot of time in the we gym. We make this podcast so we can mac high-key <laughs> and hope that someone's listening to be like, ooh, <laughs> let me get with them. You know, sometimes. Because that's yeah. really what we do mostly. I mean, <laughs> I, I might post this on my Snapchat a few times, so I'm like. We flirt with niggas. <laughs> here is your hint, bitch. Here is your hint. Ah, I know that. Here is your hint. <laughs> listen to my podcast like a hoe. Man, go listen to my podcast. So you can figure it out before you get to me. Look, that's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Because this is literally look, but we gotta keep this up when we're in a relationship, though. We we are, yeah. We gonna keep this up as long as we can. Oh, you saying like making episodes? Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I thought you said we are. We're gonna keep up the episodes when we get in relationships. I was like, yeah. Oh, keeping past it, you know. I'm a but like, yeah, babe. I wanna. I'm talking to my guy right now. Don't worry about it. We 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 gonna be good. You gonna be good. We're in an episode. Give me one second, boo. <laughs> Anywho, that bitch getting on my nerves. Not joking. <laughs> <laughs> like, any last few words on um, guests who's coming to dinner? Um, I would say for any people who are bringing home someone to dinner this year, um, don't stress too much out about it. Family yeah. is gonna always have an opinion about someone. I mean, literally, family always has an opinion on us. So, um, if you really like someone and you're excited to bring them home, enjoy that. Enjoy the moment and the memory that that's going to make for your relationship, for your family. Enjoy the food, everyone, even if you're not bringing anyone home this holiday. Um, Enjoy the food. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the weather. Hopefully, it's not too tragic wherever you're home right now. And send us some, send us some, some, some responses. I want to know what are y'all eating. Anyway, you guys, surprise. Ah. Okay. So with that being said, what is so we're talking about what seems to be really getting our getting us excited. So what is your um, what is the sugar in your tank this week, Jamila? I didn't even tell you my last words. God damn. You don't get no last words. Oh, We've God. been talking. Okay. My last words on the subject anyway is communicate <laughs> with your partner. Um, just like have an understanding and just be honest right beforehand. Like see how both of y'all feel. Because sometimes it may be too soon. About going home with your parents? Yeah, and me and your parents. And like, if you're straight up beforehand and you communicate this understanding, mm-hmm. it makes it way easier overall. Like, I would just say I had a situation. I was like, no, I'm not ready to be with your parents. And it worked out well that I met them later. Interesting. Yeah. But sugar in a tank this week for me, um, um, I get to travel soon. Uh, I got a lot of stuff done. I've got a lot of personal stuff done. So I'm just proud of myself at this moment. Got a concussion past weekend, but still doing good, mm-hmm. you know. So take care of me, like, being at peace with a lot of things, honestly, and just trying to do the best with what I'm given. So I'm happy for me and handling things properly. What about you? Your sugar in the tank, because I can't pick you up. Um, <laughs> My sugar in my tank is, um, I told you earlier, I really did have a good moment with, the divine with God um, earlier in the today, actually. Um, just wanting to let some shit go. Yeah. Some shit that, oh my God, it's these burps. I'm so sorry. This Hold your The shit in my tank probably should be the dancing crab that I just fucked up. Right. Okay, because that dancing oh, crab be so. I love dancing crab. Um, I love seafood. So the shit in my tank would be just the change that I'm going through. Um, I'm going through a big, I've been going through a really big mental shift, a really big um, just realization about myself and about life. And I feel like I sound like one of those people who are just like, bitch, you just 20. What you talking about? But I really do feel like I'm getting to that point where I'm like, I'm 21 wise beyond my years. And I think that I was just going through a really tough time because life was hitting me in a way that it's never hit me before. But the sugar in my tank is the fact that God is really there for me and God helped God get me out of it. Just like cause God has been there for everything and I know I'm going to be fine. So, so this, it's real on. sweet right now. I'm real sweet. Look, come on, sweetness. All right. It's the sweet one. The longest goodbye for you. The longest goodbye. Here we are um, at the end 
I feel like that's a holiday song. No. Oh, really? It's just a love ballad. It's um, true. <laughs> I would say my longest goodbye. I may have said this before, but just because it's just very on cue with the eclipse and everything, is old habits. Like, it's 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 really hard to let go of your old self, you know. Yeah. And as comfortable as being my old self is, it's so uncomfortable being old me. Like, I really know I am, like, in a new reason and a new need of leveling up. And it's so hard to say goodbye to, like, the old Makai that's so comfortable in being that. So, yeah, it's it's very... So long as goodbye having to grow out of this old shell of mine. Yeah. But I'm excited to be spreading new wings and feeling a new heartbeat. Butterfly motherfucker. You know me. I know. You and your cute tattoo. Just quickly gracing these niggas' lives. I'm only here for a good time, not a long time. Look, show me some. Show, <laughs> show me some, nah. Show me some. And your longest goodbye, Jamila? I would have to say kind of tagging off of you. I would say like in the physical sense. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this earlier. But, um... I feel like I can be very over flirtatious on accident, mm-hmm. and it's getting me to like situations. I'm like, wait, wait, no, no, I'm just, just kidding, that. just kidding. Not, not even that. It's just like, like for example, um, saying goodbye to my old physical self. Like my body is physically changing. Like I can say I can pick you up, but like with me picking you up, like my body has changed. What that mean? You can pick me up with tricks now or something? I mean, I could. But, um, (laughs) but like the physicality of my body, like the physical, my physical silhouette. (laughs) (laughs) But like my physical silhouette has changed from like what I've done before. And so, like, the stage change kind of changed how people perceive me and things of that nature. Mm. And so, like, I'll be out and stuff and I'll be like doing something. I'm like, well, you can't do that no more. Your physicality isn't like there or like, like something that happened this weekend is I'm like drunk and I'm like I forget how strong I am Mm -hmm. and so then I like do something or pick somebody up and I'm like oh oh shit I almost threw you in the sky sorry about that yeah (laughs) but like or like I'll forget like oh I'm actually strong in my legs so like I'll be like thinking I'm taking a light jog and I'm drunk and actually my friends are like Jamila, why were you hitting full speed? And I was like, I wasn't hitting full speed. I was young. And they're like, no. You were running. You were sprinting. That's hilarious. And so it's kind of like coming to that realization, okay. but also like, what I was going to say about sex appeal. Like, so yeah. one thing for me is like, people look into my eyes and then I smile <laughs> and then boom, like it's a problem. You turn them into jello. Literally. But it's like, <laughs> I need to be careful because, like, it's getting me into such a situation. I'm like, I wasn't mean to be flirtatious, ma'am. I was just trying to be nice or, like, mm-hmm. ask you a question. So, the longest goodbye is, like, my old physical self, in a sense. It's, like, relearning my body, if that makes sense. Like, no, relearning yes. how my body likes to do things or how it works. Because I've been, like, training really hard to be, like, an athlete, quote-unquote. Um, so, remove the quotes because you're a fucking rugby athlete. Your yeah. body tells it. Um, your habits tell it. Um, yeah, your I mean, literal stance on a team tells it. Um, you're an athlete. No yeah, quotes needed. Sorry, sorry. You're working for three hours a day. It's, it's funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you have a concussion. Like, you literally are in physical ailment because of the sport that you partake in. You're a fucking athlete. All right. But, yeah. So, just... <laughs> just... Figure out new things because, like, one thing, like, you know how when you're thick, like, well, okay, I'll say this. We have a high fat body, like, weight. Mm-hmm. You you don't get cold. Like, you don't get cold like that. Like, this weekend, I was cold so much. I'm like, why in the fuck am I so cold? And I was like, I've dropped so much weight that, like. Yeah. Yeah, so. Coming from a former fat kid, I definitely understand that. Right. I used to always be hot. Like, I used to keep a fan running around me. Yeah. And I'm like, now I'm, I get shivers the second a breeze goes by. I'm like, what the fuck is up with that? So, yeah, that's my life right now. It's Somebody like, come keep me warm. What? Wink, wink. I really. <laughs> if there's anybody out there, 6'3", um, in, a, in a silhouette like my guy, 
and has a vagina. Please hit my line. It's a hard, it's a hard prototype to come by. I want you to know. God you know, don't make them like a lot like me. It's funny because I date a lot of people who are like six feet tall. <laughs> really? But are they built like me though? Mm, they're thicker. 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 I said. You know, Get off the podcast. We're going I, home. Cancel. I, I, I hit the Cut. gym for a reason. That's what Cut. I gotta say. Cut. You think I'm, 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 you think I'm in the gym just to lift some one fifteens up? Did you be fucking with other athletes or something? No, just like regular women. Regular women? Yeah, regular women athletes like six three and thick. Six, what are they eating? Yeah, whatever that mom was making. That if anyone red. knows what I can do to get thicker, I'm 6'3". My body type is there. I have an hourglass, but I just want to be a little more dramatic. So give me some workout routines. Give me some diet plans. All I got to say is, again, like I said, I, before, I don't discriminate. I'm better than your job. I am actually open opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are discriminating as men. <laughs> Which does nothing for me. I know. Sorry. Sorry, sweetheart. Fucking sucks. Anyway... We appreciate you all for listening to today's podcast. Yeah. Make sure you follow us on social media at the other Southerners Podcast at OTH Southerners on mm-hmm. Twitter. Make sure you follow us on Spotify and have the notifications on because I know y'all know y'all want to hear our next episodes. Make sure you respond to us. Tell us how you did. If you're single and attractive, DM Makai because he wants to know or he needs some lyrics to think of. Other than that, I mean, if you don't want to talk about song lyrics, we ain't got to talk about that either. Just hit my DMs if you are single and attractive. And I mean, just hit it and see what happens. I mean, if I respond, obviously I was interested, but if not, maybe not. He over here leaving a heartbreak motel. Just know if the tea ain't sweet, it ain't southern, baby. Catch us again in another two weeks. Y'all enjoy your holiday season. If you bring your significant other home, have a prayer, have a blunt, have a drink. <laughs> Good luck Say to you. Say a prayer. Okay. On a full moon. We love y'all. Love we'll see y'all, y'all next time. Bye. Bye.